The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Thursday, October 27th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you get your Halloween gear through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. There may finally be justice for the past and present American soldiers who got enlistment bonuses, only to have them taken away by the Pentagon, which called the bonuses a mistake. In some cases, the soldiers were given the bonuses in error, despite the military's desperation for more fighters at the height of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. In some cases, the bonuses were given by shady recruiters for the California National Guard, which, by the way, is a criminal offense. Some have been charged. But it left 10,000 soldiers struggling to try to pay back $15,000 or more or face having their wages garnished. One Purple Heart recipient had to refinance his home to pay back $46,000 in incentives. Thanks to reports from the media and outrage in Congress, Defense Secretary Ash Carter's ordered the forced repayment program to stop. No word on whether the Pentagon will try to make it right with those who've already paid back their bonuses. But Carter did underscore, quote, keeping faith with our people, treating them fairly, honoring their service, and keeping our word. And Carter says that because this travesty has dragged on too long already, he says he's taken steps to, quote, meet our obligations and do it quickly. He's set to make things right deadline of July 1st, 2017. In the final two weeks of the campaign, Trump has spent the past two days promoting two of his cherry real estate properties. On Tuesday, he was at his golf club just outside Miami to get testimonials from his employees. Yesterday, he was cutting the ribbon at his new hotel in Washington, D.C., the old post office pavilion, which Trump said he would describe in five words. Using six words, he said, under budget and ahead of schedule. Trump says he'll renovate the country the way he renovated an historic post office into a luxury hotel. He spent over three quarters of a million dollars on each room, and experts say the 400 a night he's charging means he won't be able to pay off the loan in time. Trump needs that hotel to succeed, especially if he loses the election. At the ceremony, Trump called it the most coveted piece of real estate in Washington, presumably not counting the White House. Meanwhile, back in the presidential race, Trump is trailing nationally by five and a half points on average, more so in other polls. But when the election's over, Trump supporters will always have their red baseball caps embroidered with the words, Make America Great Again. According to federal election filings, the Trump campaign has spent twice as much on hats as it did on polling, and more on hats than advertising. 3.2 million, twice as much on hats as on campaign salaries. And although Trump has stopped having fundraisers, he says he's willing to spend even more on his campaign. Records show he's already spent 56 million of his own money and says in the end he may spend 100 million or more. That means Trump's apparently willing to spend another 40 million on his bid for the White House, quoting Trump, and willing to invest much more. It may all be money down the drain. A new AP poll just released puts Clinton 14 points ahead of Trump, revealing that she's also picked up 15% of Republican voters in addition to 90% of Democrats. The AP poll shows Trump trailing in the must-win state of North Carolina with 29% compared to Clinton's 47. And now a word about the third-party candidates who were expected to scoop up Hillary Clinton supporters or act as spoilers, making it harder for either Clinton or Trump to win.
There was a time that was a concern among supporters of both major candidates, back when the race was tight and Libertarian Gary Johnson was polling near 10%, pushing him beyond Ralph Nader's numbers in the 2000 election. But Johnson failed his foreign policy quiz, and his support began to dry up among those who'd threatened to vote for him because they didn't like either Trump or Clinton. With the election just days away, Johnson's support is down to 3% nationally. Even combined with Jill Stein's 1%, they don't appear to threaten either major party candidate. Another recent poll showed most Americans would like a viable third party. For that majority, there's always four years from now. If it were up to Utah to choose our next president, the choice wouldn't be Hillary Clinton, who's polling there at just 24%. That's not exactly new, since Utah hasn't voted Democrat in more than a half century. This year, though, Utah's choice for president is either Donald Trump or the candidate nipping at his heels, Independent Evan McMullen. McMullen's a former CIA man and a staffer for House Republicans in Washington, and he's a conservative hit in a heavily Mormon state. Nearly three-fourths of McMullen's supporters were Ted Cruz fans until McMullen entered the race late in the game once Cruz was gone. One poll actually puts McMullen ahead of Trump, but other polls show Trump will take Utah when all is said and done. There have been reports of voter fraud in Texas. Voters in four counties say they voted a straight Republican ticket, but the machine spit out their votes with the presidential choice changed to Hillary Clinton. These purported fraud reports appeared on social media. No official complaints have been filed, and none of the machines tested showed any sign of trouble. Election officials say that if voters got a result they didn't want, it was probably voter error by people who don't understand touchscreen technology. Voters who complained to a poll worker got their ballots voided and were directed to a different machine to recast their votes. Officials say voters who have complaints should report them to a poll worker and not to social media, where they only serve to undermine faith in the election system. In Florida, the problem was the medical marijuana amendment, which didn't appear on seven of the absentee ballots sent to voters. That, too, has since been corrected. In other news, yes, there still is other news. Police and federal agents are still looking for the Oklahoma man who's killed two people, wounded three others, and remains on the run after breaking out of the jail where he was being held on child molestation charges. Officers now believe 38-year-old Michael Vance has a hit list of others he wants to kill, and they've posted guards at the homes of those individuals. Because he has AIDS and because he was wounded by police officers who engaged him in a shootout, there's concern Vance will try to use his disease as a weapon. Police are also checking out a lead Vance might be headed for Las Vegas. The suspect broke out five days ago and hasn't been seen since, except for some live videos he'd posted on Facebook. And in Rapid City, South Dakota, a pilot for Sky West was arrested in the cockpit as he prepared to take off with a load of passengers bound for Salt Lake City. The 38-year-old pilot was reportedly intoxicated with a blood alcohol content of .04, measured after a TSA agent smelled liquor on his breath. The pilot will be in court next month. Delta Airlines, which uses SkyWest for its shorter flights, has apologized for the incident and the two-hour delay. Now in its fourth year with over 3.5 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Don't be afraid. It's not too late to get everything you need for Halloween through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. Decorations, makeup and wigs, costume for kids and adults. My Amazon links, even the smart way to get your candy, 
brought to your door before the goblins come to take it away. And when you use the Amazon links at buzzburbank.com, you provide vital support to this free daily news. My Amazon links can also hook you up with Amazon Prime Video's Unlimited Screaming. Through the end of the month, unlimited streaming of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Carrie, the others, and of course, Halloween, and more. If you're a member of either Prime or Prime Video, both available on a month-to-month basis. With the holidays coming, now's the time to join Amazon Prime, especially when you're Halloween shopping through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. It's so appreciated, it's scary. In California, a man has used a pickaxe to vandalize a national historical landmark. The only part of the monument damaged had Donald Trump's name on it. It was Trump's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, built as a tourist attraction in the 1960s and, yes, a national landmark. In the pre-dawn hours, a man dressed as a construction worker set up cones and Los Angeles Department of Transportation barriers around Trump's star and started swinging his pickaxe. A crowd gathered and watched as Trump's name and the plaque beneath his name were completely destroyed. The star itself was left damaged with a large divot in the center. Video cameras captured the attack, but police did not capture the suspect, and they have no leads. This is not the first time Trump's star has been desecrated. An artist once built a small wall around the star. Social media users have posted pics of their pets pooping on it. Vandals have spray-painted it with a mute button and on another occasion, a swastika. Trump got his star nine years ago, but it's only been under attack a little over a year, shortly after he began his controversial presidential campaign. To get a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame, you have to be famous in movies or TV five years or more. You have to promise to show up at the unveiling. You have to produce a list of your accomplishments, and you have to pay a $30,000 fee Sometimes these arrangements are made by a sponsor or a bunch of them through, say, a fan club. There are walk stars for Lassie, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Kermit the Frog, and Winnie the Pooh, but Kim Kardashian cannot have one unless and until she gets an acting gig. There are no stars for Julia Roberts or Dustin Hoffman because they've said they are not interested. Six-term Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio got some sour news as he runs for a seventh term as the badge of Maricopa County. Known for his law and order beliefs, Arpaio may ironically be going to jail for six months. He's just been formally charged with disobeying a court order to stop racial profiling by his deputies. Arpaio's been ignoring these orders for years, but he's now been hit with charges less than two weeks before the election. Arpaio became nationally infamous in 1993 when he set up an outdoor prison that kept intense Hispanic people who'd been stopped by a deputy because of their skin color, including people who'd never been charged with any crime. For those who were picked up, it was either the tent prison or being handed over to federal immigration officials. Arpaio was repeatedly ordered to stop the profiling, but he's refused to fully comply, hence the charges. Arpaio's campaign manager says the charges are a political move by the White House and that Arpaio will plead not guilty. If it bleeds, it leads, and... Such is the case with a new meatless hamburger being served at some upscale restaurants in San Francisco. Developed by a company called Impossible Foods in Silicon Valley, the burger is the product of five years' research. Quoting the founder, Stanford professor Patrick Brown, We didn't just slap together a bunch of bits and pieces from plants and call it a burger. We did deep research to understand what makes a burger so delicious. Like beef, these burgers are red before cooking and brown during cooking. 
Although it's a bit crisper than beef on the outside, the inside has the texture, even the appearance of pink juices in the middle, the same as a medium-cooked beef burger. The company says its burger has more protein, less fat, and fewer calories than an all-patty beef, and no cholesterol. This beer didn't drive itself to the store. Oh, wait, it did. In Colorado, a self-driving truck made the 120-mile trip from Fort Collins through Denver to Colorado Springs, loaded with Budweiser products. There was a human on board in the sleeper berth. This is the first time in history a load of cargo of any kind has been delivered by a self-driving vehicle. A new study says dogs are smarter than human children when it comes to bad advice. A study at Yale shows dogs will only follow another being's lead if it suits their needs. The study showed children will follow the actions or advice of a teacher even when the example makes no apparent sense. Researchers say dogs, like mature humans, let social cues like pointing influence their actions, but will not act if the action is pointless or dangerous. In their experiments, researchers put a treat in a box, a box with a lever on one side. The researchers showed the dogs how to open the box by pulling the lever. But the dogs quickly learned that the lid would even come off the box without the use of the lever, and they bypassed that lever on future attempts. Children, on the other hand, kept using the lever because that's how they were taught. Researchers say we should be grateful for the child's trust, since without it they would never brush their teeth, for instance, because at that age they just don't see the point. And finally... Every time Buddy Blackwell of Asheville, North Carolina, bought a lottery ticket, his wife scolded him about wasting his money on such foolishness. They were struggling to pay their mortgage and have a daughter to put through college. But Buddy's wife, Glenda, was out on errands Saturday, and he asked her to pick up some Powerball tickets. She popped into a quick mart and bought one Carolina Millions ticket instead for $10 to perhaps show Buddy once and for all that you don't win just because you play. The sharpest among you have already figured out the ending. That Teach Buddy a Lesson ticket won the couple a million dollars, which, after taxes from the instant payout, totaled over 415000 I had to eat my words, says Glenda, adding, but those are pretty good words to eat. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening. And thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comment. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.